Monday. Start of the week. I'm trying to be a play with words. If you want to learn about manifesting your greatest life, we're going to be talking about fishing. Fishing in the land of consciousness. Let me just start off by saying, anybody that's joining, hi. My dreams last night were absolutely insane. I don't know about anybody else, but my dreams were apocalyptic last night. And they've been, but I can't remember them. But I woke up this morning and I'm like, you have to remember this. You have to remember this. You have to remember this. So I remember the dreams and there were three of them. Um, obviously a lot of things are happening energetically in the world right now. And, um, it's major. We're going through a really crazy shift right now. And I think that just so many of us are coming online (laughs) stronger than ever, because I I've always had psychic senses and things, of course, but, um, not like this and it's just continuous and it's weird, but it's all apocalyptic stuff effects from the full moon but it's been happening since before that but i think just energetically all the things that are going on right now are just more than interesting um i had a dream that there were two suns and one of the suns blew up and there was fire everywhere and it was just really crazy but i'm gonna dive deeper into what i think the meaning is when i after i think about it because there was just a lot of things that were very strange, um, that are very strange that are happening in during my sleep. Okay, I think it's important. I'm going to talk about um, fishing with consciousness in the Neville Goddard book, The Complete Collection. But before that, um, I want to talk about specifically the map of consciousness because I haven't spoken about it in a while, and because there are really, really crazy changes happening in the world. It's so hard to explain to people that don't think from these terms or don't really necessarily understand them that this split of the old world and the new world. And and that's why there's so many crazy things that are unfolding right now. And that's why it's so important for us to do this kind of work to keep our vibration higher, to not get pulled down into all of the really fearful things that are happening. Because I truly believe 2024 is going to be insane. It already is. But there's just so much coming down the pipeline because of astrology, because of the way that the world is, because of the 26,000 year cycle. The people that pretend to be in charge know all these things. So they're trying to keep us in the lowest vibration possible to keep us from the ascension process. So I've shown many of you this before. And if you have not seen this, This is the map of consciousness, okay? I know it's backwards, but I'm going to go over a little bit of it. So the spiritual paradigm, the highest level of enlightenment is, or the highest level of consciousness is enlightenment. And it is said and measured that only a few beings have reached a level of enlightenment. One was Jesus Christ. The other one was uh, Krishna, I believe, and Buddha. Three. Reach the level of enlightenment. And then below that is peace. Below that is joy. And below that is love. That's the spiritual paradigm. I know many of us think that we live in a state of love, which is very, very high up there. We could be loving. We could be lovable. We can give love to others. We could send love to others. 
but that is a very high level of consciousness to attain because that means that you only stay in the love vibration every minute of your day. Is there anyone in here that feels that they stay in a vibration of love every single day? Say, yes, I stay in the vibration of love or no, I don't. Below that is reason and integrity. Courage is in reason and integrity. Neutrality is reason and integrity. Acceptance, reason, willingness. The survival paradigm, which is where the controllers of this realm or matrix want people to stay, is where most people live. Okay? Nothing kills my vibe. Nothing. Okay, people are saying no. I do. I do have my journals available. So this is my journal. I'm reading from my journal. It's called Love More. And the map of consciousness is in there. But many people, and I'll let you look at this, the, the survival paradigm. You can see anger, pride, uh, grief is down there. What else? Apathy, guilt, shame. Shame is at the very lowest part of the map of consciousness. The lowest. So if you are thinking or feeling shame, whether it was from 2020, 2021, shaming people to not get the jab, shaming people for not wearing a mask, shaming people for not doing what their God government says. They wanted to keep us in the lowest paradigm, which is the survival paradigm. Because consciousness is going up because it is the ascension process. It is that time on earth where things are shifting majorly in levels of consciousness, right? You don't have to believe in this, but just understand and listen to it and see if it resonates with you. We are kept constantly through anger, desire, fear, grief, apathy, guilt, shame, and pride. We're constantly kept all the way down here that is in survival, the survival paradigm. So once we understand the map of consciousness and where you resonate, where do I resonate on the map of consciousness? Do I live in pride all the time? Am I constantly in my ego and my need to be right? Do I live in anger all the time? Am I angry? Do I allow headlines to, to get me angry all the time? Do I allow what I see and read to constantly get me in a state of anger? Do I share things that make other people angry or fearful? This book is my, it's on my website, um, nourishmysoulretreats.org. It's my journal. So it's a journal that I created with my sister and um, Lindsay Little. And we all have different excerpts in it. But the map of consciousness is by David Hawkins. So... Knowing that these controllers want to keep us in these perpetual states of survival, we'll never get out of it. If you don't realize and understand that you are constantly living in fear, oh my God, they're going to do this to us. Oh my God, they're gonna have, we're going to have a blackout. Oh my God, we're, the banking system is going to go down. Oh my God, they're going to cr- crash the economy. What am I going to do? When you're in a state of preparation... You don't worry as much and you don't fear as much, right? Now people can also respond to that and say, well, you know, I just can't afford. How can I afford to prep for things if I don't have money now? You are in the survival paradigm, which is why your finances are where they are. When you live in a state of abundance, 
money is never an object because you understand the way that energy works, right? I was watching something yesterday and, and the guy said, in order to be abundant, you also have to give your abundance away. Even if you give a sandwich to somebody that is homeless or just walking up to somebody and giving them money if it looks like that they need it or donating money to a charity, an animal rescue or whatever that means to you, right? But if you're constantly staying in the survival paradigm, you're most likely also in, well, you are in a victim mentality, but you're also in a poverty mindset. More than likely, the more I get, the more I get tenfold. Exactly. The more I give, the more I get tenfold. Love it. Give all that you need. Give all that you don't need away. And I'll tell you something. When I moved out of my apartment in California, we had these, um, this really, really cute Mexican family that would come and clean our apartments. They were the sweetest. And when I left, I was like, I don't want anything. I don't want anything from this apartment. I don't want my furniture. I don't want my bed. I don't want these clothes. I don't want anything. So I was in that apartment for 12 years. I gave everything that I had except for four trash bags, which was just shoes and just clothes and things that were memorable to me. And the rest I gave away to them. And it felt so amazing. And that's what we were talking about a couple weeks ago, clearing the clutter. My closet right now has four piles of clothes. I'm going to give them away. I don't want the money for them. I don't want anything for them. I just want someone that needs them to have them. Because if I don't need them, why wouldn't I give them to someone else? And if you want to sell them, you can sell them. That There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying the clarity in your spaces, the clarity in your mind is going to transform the way that you see life. Therefore, life's going to show up very differently for you when you do these things, right? And, and there's always times, of course, where we're triggered, where we go back to our habits and our own ways, but those are just lessons. Like, where do I need to improve more? Where do I need to improve more? So when you look at this map of consciousness and you see, wow, I stay in a state of fear all the time. That's the energetic log of a hundred. Enlightenment is 700 to a thousand. Wow. I stay that low shame. Do I stay in a constant state of shame? That's at 20. Energetic log, 20. Right? Predominant emotional state for someone who lives in a state of shame. Humiliation. So if you predominantly live, predominantly live in the state of shame and you feel humiliation all the time, that's the energy that you put out. It's humiliation. Humiliation. I'm not comfortable in my own skin. The only energetic or vibratory thing that you can get back is more things that are going to make you feel shameful and humiliated. (laughs) Let's wear black today. (laughs) Thank you, Chris. Your view of life, if you live in a state of shame, is miserable, misery. Your God view, despising. Your process is elimination. When you feel shameful, you eliminate a lot of things, a lot of people, so that you don't feel like in this state because of others. The only reason you feel that because of others is because that's the vibration you're putting out, so they can only reflect that back to you. And I was just drawn, I wanted to get into the fishing thing of consciousness, but the map of consciousness 
is so important right now because of the shift that we're going through. There are going to be a lot of really strange things that are going to happen. Maybe even some scary things that are going to happen. Are you going to step into your role of leadership or are you going to cower in fear? That's the question. Are you going to step into your role as a leader? So that if your community needs you, you're like, I have the answers. I know what to do. Follow me and come this way. Because that's going to be the most important thing, which is the reason why it was so important to divide us like this. Because when catastrophe hits, it's going to be a lot harder for people to come together, right? But there are many people that know this. There are many people that, regardless of family members that you don't speak to anymore or anything, that in time of crisis, that you will come back together. So the map of consciousness, I would honestly look it up and see where you resonate most in the map of consciousness. And that will be your mirror. So if you are constantly in a state of pride or you're in a state of anger, right? The energy that you put out is the energy of pride. There's always going to be scenarios and situations that are going to cause you to feel prideful all the time. If you're constantly in a state of anger, even the people that you follow on social media, does, do the accounts make you feel anger all the time? That is where you resonate. You resonate with the anger. And too many people that have large platforms think that they are doing well or they're just so happy that they're in the spotlight now that they will put out information that constantly keeps people in these lower survival paradigms because it gets them engagement, it gets them attention, it gets them comments. We have become so skewed in, in our lives that we perceive the internet as something real. It doesn't even exist. If they pull the plug tomorrow, all this goes away. All this goes away. I go up and down all day. And that's most of us. We go up and down all day. When we continue to do this work, every day it gets easier and easier to get towards the, the, the level of reason and integrity. It's okay that we go up and down. Most, most of us are just beginning to understand this. Many people don't even know about the map of consciousness. But when it's so clear and it's put right in your face as to where you might resonate. Survival paradigm, reason and integrity, the spiritual paradigm. I don't know. Very, 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 very few people are in the spiritual paradigm. And I'm definitely not in it. Right? I go more towards reason and integrity. <laughs> Karen said same already even this morning. We fluctuate. We will fluctuate. There will be things that bother us. There will be things that trigger us. Came in late. Where can we find this map? You can even Google the map of consciousness. Like I said, this one is from my journal. I created this journal called Love More. Um, it's in there, but you can also look it up. Map of Consciousness by David Hawkins and read more about it. Ron in the house. Guys, best shield on the planet. Modern Mind Explorer, incredible, incredible, incredible Shilajit. So if you like Shilajit, you got to try the Shilajit. It's insane. So that's Map of Consciousness that I wanted to get through today. You're not giving yourself enough credit, girl. You're in the higher frequencies. I'm in the higher frequencies, right? But I'm not all the time. I try my best to come from that space. And I've definitely shifted tremendously over the course of many years of my life. It's not always easy, right? It's not always the easy thing to do. 
But I think once you start to get become on a higher vibration, it's harder for you to fall down the map of consciousness. Because you know how to manipulate your vibration more or less instead of allowing other people to manipulate your vibration. When other people still disturb your peace, you got work to do. You got work to do. And the higher that you elevate, the farther it's going to be for you to fall down. So it's the harder that it's going to be to fall down. I've seen you shift and I don't even know you. Thank you. So that's map of consciousness. Let's shift over from map of consciousness to Neville Goddard, the complete collection. You see how big this book is. I opened the page and it it opened up to page uh, to chapter 22 called fishing. They went forth and entered into a ship and that night they caught nothing. That's from John 21, three. And he said unto them, cast the net on the right side of the ship and ye shall find. They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. John 21, six. It is recorded that the disciples fished all night and caught nothing. Then Jesus appeared upon the scene and told them to cast their nets again, but this time cast it on the right side. Peter obeyed the voice of Jesus and cast his nets once more into the waters. Where but, for, be, where but a moment before the water was completely empty of fish, the nets almost broke with the number of the resulting catch. That's John 21, 3 to 6. Neville refers, has a lot of ton of references, references from the Bible. Talks a lot about Jesus and Christ consciousness. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Let's pin it. Okay. Man, fishing all through the night of human ignorance, attempts to realize his desires through effort and struggle, only to find in the end that his search is fruitless. When man discovers his awareness of being to Christ Jesus, he will obey its voice and let it direct his fishing. He will cast his hook on the right side. He will apply the law in the right manner and will seek in consciousness for the thing desired. Finding it there, he will know that that will be multiplied in the world of form. So this is talking about understanding your own consciousness. How do we manifest our own reality? By going within. Those who have had the pleasure of fishing know what a thrill it is to feel the fish upon the hook. The bite of the fish is followed by the play of the fish. This play in turn is followed by the landing of the fish. Something similar takes place in the consciousness of man as he fishes for the manifestations of life. So it's feeling it before you have it. The feeling of the wish fulfilled. So what he's saying as a fisherman or as the the person fishing, they felt the fish before they saw it. Just like you are to feel and see, taste and touch in your consciousness, the things that are not yet seen in the outside world. For that when you feel and see it in your mind and you impress the subconscious, with these ideas, that is when you finally have the fish in your hands and you catch it. So, when you see something in your mind, that is like feeling the fish on the hook. And you're like, is it a fish? Is it just a piece of coral? Is it just a piece of, you know, something in the ocean? And then when you reel it in, you see that it's a fish and you have it in your, in your actual hands. Which is the same thing with what we do in manifestation. We feel it to be real in our mind first. 
and then we see it in our reality. Fishermen know that if they wish to catch big fish, they must fish in deep waters. If you would catch a large measurement of life, you must leave behind you the shallow waters with its many reefs and barriers and launch out into the deep blue waters where, they're, where the big ones play. And that's talking all about our consciousness. You can't think in terms of, I can't afford that. I just don't know if I could do it. Maybe I could have it, but I don't think I'll be able to keep it. Things are just too expensive right now. The economy is bad. It's not a good time to start a business. You can swim in those shallow waters, and I guarantee you, you're not going to catch the big fish that you want, which is your dreams and desires. You're going to have little tidbits of success, and you're going to lose it. So unless you want to swim in the deep waters, when you go into the deep waters of consciousness is when you allow the big things to manifest into your life. To catch the large manifestations of life, you must enter into the deeper and freer states of consciousness. Only in these depths do the expressions of life live. I'm going to read that over again. To catch the large manifestations of life, you must enter into deeper and freer states of consciousness. When you are being shallow with yourself and your desires, you're not free. You're limiting yourself. You are the only limitation. I am my only limitation. So if I'm constantly swimming in shallow waters of I'm not loved, I'm not worthy of that really great relationship, I don't have the things that I need right now because of A, B, and C, I just don't have a job that pays enough, I got to fix my car. If you're living in those limitations in what is said to be shallow waters of consciousness, you'll never get the things that you want. But once you enter into deeper and freer states of consciousness, in deeper states of water, only in these depths do the big expressions of life live. You cannot think small and gain big. You cannot think in limitation and manifest limitless things. If I want to open my own hotel, am I going to sit there and think, well, things are just really expensive right now. Um, if I just have like a really small place and then maybe I can expand from there. Um, how am I going to pay all these employees? It's going to be a lot. Like, I wonder if I can just run this myself. If I come from that state of being, am I going to have the big expressions of life? No, because I'm not thinking in the biggest expressions of life. Everything you want happens in your consciousness First, it doesn't happen out here first. It happens in here first. Here's a simple formula for successful fishing. First, decide what it is you want to express or possess. This is essential. Now I'm going to ask this question. How many people know exactly what they want that they can ask for it? If you had a magic wand today and someone said, I'll give you Anything that you want, just tell me what it is. Do you know what you want? Just put yes or no in the comments. Do you know what you want? Most of us don't know what we truly want. So how the hell are you ever going to get what you want if you don't know what it is that you want? Okay, we have one yes. Yes. 
Do we have our clear desires of what it is that we want? We have three yeses. Yes, we have four. Who's going to be the first no? Who's going to be the first no? I have a lot of yeses. I have a lot of, like, I know what I want. But I need to narrow it to the really big thing that I want. Someone said not anymore. (laughs) Hemp says most have no idea what the fuck is even going on. Yes. I think I was. Is that a yes or a no? No. Someone says no. Another no. It seems like it changes though. If we can only impart no. Thank you for being honest in that. The first no. Is how can we ask for what we want if we don't know what it is that we want? How can we manifest something if we don't know what it is that we truly want? That's the difficult part. The first step is deciding in what you want. You must definitely know what you want of life before you can fish for it. After your decision is made, turn from the world of sense. Remove your attention from the problem. Remove your attention from the problem and place it on just being by repeating quietly, but with feeling I am because your consciousness knows what that means when you say I am. It's just changing your I am many of us is I'm not worthy. Many of us, I am not chosen. Many of us. I am not healthy. Many of us, I am not wealthy. Your consciousness knows your I amness. But once you start to shift that and you're very clear about what you want, that's how that we swim in the depths that are so big that they express what we want of our life in real time. Right? So think about that. Getting very clear. Because if you're going out fishing, you're going deep sea fishing and maybe you want to go and catch, I don't know, fish. So I'm not going to say. But if you wanted to catch, someone tell me a large fish that you want to catch. If you, don't, if you go out deep sea fishing and you don't know what you want to catch, And you just throw a line out there and you're like, hopefully I'll catch something big. But you're using a line that's not going to hold a really big fish. That's basically like our consciousness that we're just like throwing shit out there and hopefully it sticks. Hopefully I'll get lucky. It's not about luck. It's about preparation. It's about knowing exactly what you want. So if I'm going deep sea fishing, I'm going to have the correct line. I'm going to have the correct fishing rod. I'm going to have all the correct things because that's what I'm after. Right? Same thing with our consciousness. If we don't know exactly what we want, we're just going to go fishing with any random thing and hopefully that we get the thing that we want. That's not the way it's going to go. Tuna. Okay, thank you. (laughs) So if I want to go out and catch tuna, am I going to go and bring a string or a line that's going to catch goldfish and hope that it's just going to miraculously work for tuna? No. No. Hemp says I want to catch a mermaid. Me too. So if we are constantly walking in our everyday lives, 
just hoping that this line that we throw out there is going to catch the things that we want and we don't even we're not even sure what it's going to be. Life's never going to unfold in the way that you want it to. As your attention is removed from the world round about you and placed upon the I am, so that you are lost in the feeling of simply being, you will find yourself slipping the anchor that tied you to the shallows of your problem and effort, effortlessly you will find yourself moving out into the deep. Just being quiet, just being in your I amness, just allowing things to come to you, right? The sensation which accompanies this act is one of expansion. You will feel yourself rise and expand as though you are actually growing. Do not be afraid of this floating, growing experience for you are not going to die to anything but your limitations. You will not die once you expand yourself in consciousness to anything but your limitations. Think about that. However, your limitations are going to die as you move away from them for they only live in your consciousness. And that's the truth. How do you quiet the persistent negative thoughts? You quiet the persistent negative thoughts with affirmations. You don't allow a thought to complete. We're mostly, many of us are just so in the habit of having bad thoughts all day that you don't even realize that they're there. You go to the store to go buy something, you're like, no, I, I don't want to spend money on that. That It just happened so fast. Before you even realize that it happened, it's, it already happened. And then you're just like, yeah, I'm just going to get something that's on sale or something like that. It happens so quickly that we are not aware of it because we're so used to, to, to living our life that way. But it's the awareness of those thoughts first. When we gain awareness of those thoughts is the only way that we can change them. If we have no awareness and we keep just living on autopilot, just allowing our thoughts to, to run us, literally, allowing our thoughts to create our life, literally, then you're always going to have the same life. But if you start to catch the thoughts... And you say, oh, I can't afford that. You replace it with, I am always provided for. I have more money than I can ever spend. Or if you're going to your job and you're like, oh, I fucking hate this job. I have the most amazing job where I am so fulfilled. I can't wait to go every day. You change your way of thinking. And it becomes a ha- when it becomes a habit for you to change your thoughts, your thoughts start to change with you. They'll be persistent. They'll tell you that you're a liar. They'll tell you, yeah, right, dream on. They'll say you're stupid. Your ego, your lower self will try to protect you from expanding and growing. What if you don't have the money? You don't have the money right now. How are you going to afford that? That person will never love you. You're always going to be cheated on. That person's going to leave you. Don't do that. When you rewire the brain to say, I am always loved. I have infinite amounts of love. You have to train your mind or it will be the wild animal that no one can ever catch. It's retraining. Nobody wants to do the work. Trust me. Nobody wants to do it because it is a job. But you have to. If you truly want change, that is what you have to do is override your negative bullshit. I battle back against those negative thoughts all day. And it will be like that for a while. It was like six months for me of every day. Literally, like I was mad at myself, like I was fighting with myself. Why do you keep thinking like this? Hypnosis is one of the best things. If you can find a hypnotherapist that you like to help reintroduce different thoughts, that is going to be the fastest way to do it, in my opinion. But 
You can reprogram your mind, and I talk about this all the time. You can reprogram your mind by listening to audios at night. There's eight-hour, ten-hour lists, playlists that have affirmations about being worthy or, or love or what money, whatever it is. Or there's binaural beats. There's all different things like that that reprogram your mind while you're sleeping. So you're not even doing anything. You're just going to wake up and you're just going to notice little shifts. So that's the way that you that you do that. <clears throat> so however your limitations are going to die as you move away from them. Your limitations are going to die as you move away from them. As you continue to repeat these affirmations to yourself. As you continue to say, I'm worthy of all the love in the world. I'm in the most amazing and happy relationship. Even though it's not there, it is the present. You act as the present, as if you were in the present already. What would it feel like if I had all the money that I needed? What would it feel like if I had the business of of my dreams? What would it feel like to be in the marriage that I always wanted? In this deeper expanded consciousness, you will feel yourself to be a mightly pulsating power as deep and as rhythmical as the ocean. This expanded feeling is the signal that you are now in the deep blue waters where the big fish swim. Suppose the fish you decided to catch were health and freedom. You begin to fish in this formless pulsating depth of yourself for these qualities or states of consciousness by feeling, I am healthy, I am free. It's tagged in the, it's tagged right there in the book. I'm going to read that again. Suppose the fish you decided to catch were health and freedom. You begin to fish in this formless pulsating depth of yourself for these qualities or states of consciousness by feeling, I am healthy. I am free. Right? You continue claiming and feeling yourself to be healthy and free until the conviction that you are so possesses you. So that's what we were just talking about a second ago. You continue claiming and feeling yourself to be healthy and free until the conviction that you are possesses you. Maybe you're sick right now. Benny's in here. He could tell you himself. He was paralyzed. He could have easily succumbed to that and said, this is just my destiny. He could have felt bad for himself and he could have just sat around and said, look at the life that I have now. Benny is now walking miles every day. Why? He felt himself to be walking. He willed himself to walk again. He was in a wheelchair. Anything is possible. Everything is in our state of being and consciousness. Benny says practicing gratitude got me walking. Now imagine someone that's in a wheelchair that's practicing gratitude. Not many have a strong enough mindset to do that. To find things to be grateful for when you're literally bound to a chair. But he figured it out. He saw it in his mind. And now he's traveling around in an RV with his dog. I feel it as if it is true. Our brain doesn't know difference between thoughts and reality. Just like trauma. When you constantly think of something traumatic that happened to you over and over again, your brain doesn't know the difference whether it's happening in reality or you're just thinking it. So if that is true, which it is, you can literally trick your mind into having something that you don't have, which tricks your energy field, which tricks your vibration. If you think of the the most fun you've ever had in your life, go back and think about that. 
your mind doesn't know if you're really having that experience again or if you're just thinking it. But when you think of that time that you had so much fun, your vibration already automatically changes. Like it literally changes. If I go back and think to the most fun that I ever had in my life, I don't know even know what that is. But I always go back to like when I was dancing in Hollywood with all my like closest friends. We had the best time. And if I just sat and thought about some of the things that we did, like I just automatically get into a good mood, right? That is how we shift our reality is by believing it to be true because our mind doesn't know if it's really happening or if it's perceiving that to happen or if you're thinking it. So that's why Neville says, live in the feeling of the wish fulfilled because your mind doesn't know the difference if it's real or it isn't. So you might as well trick it into believing that you have all the things that you want. As the conviction is born within you, So that all doubts pass away and you know and feel that you're free from the limitations of the past, you will know that you have hooked these fish. It's the conviction within yourself. The conviction that I am able to have all the things that I want. Easily and effortlessly. Don't block your own blessings with your own bullshit in your mind. Do not. Don't do it. You're going to try and talk yourself out of it. Yeah, but what about if I have, what? No. You see yourself where you want yourself to be. Whether it's married with 65 kids or it's living on a beautiful beach in a beach house, there's no limitation. Who's going to tell you that you can't have it? Who is going to tell you that you can't have it other than yourself? Maybe someone low vibrational in your life that tells you like, yeah, right, bro. Like you can't do that. Well, how are you going to pay for that? Get all people of negativity away from you if you want to be limitless or teach them how to have the same mentality. Most people don't want to learn. Just saying. Oh, that was a quick chapter. The joy which courses through your entire being on feeling that you are that which you are desired to be is equal to the thrill of the fisherman as he hooks his fish. Now come play. Now comes the play of the fish. This is accomplished by returning to the world of the senses. As you open your eyes on the world around about you, the conviction and the consciousness that you are healthy and free should be so established within you that your whole being thrills in anticipation. It's like someone tells you at the end of this month, there will be $10 million in your bank account. No questions asked. There will be $10 million in your bank account. Are you still going to be depressed about money? Are you still going to say, I can't afford that? Or are you going to say, oh my God, okay, I'm going to buy this property. I'm going to do this with this. I'm going to start this business that I already had. I'm going to, you know, send money to these people that need it, whatever it is. You get excited about it. So that is what Neville is teaching is that being in the state of the wish fulfilled. You don't already have it, but if you have a, just a blind faith that you are going to receive it no matter what. You start living from that place. Like, oh my God, I can't wait to live in this beach house. It's going to be amazing. I walk out on my step, on the front step, and there's the beach right there, and I can go in the water, and I can build this and that, and I'll be able to, like, have a really great community of people. It's getting excited about the things that you already have in your mind, even though they don't exist in your reality. Then, as you walk through the necessary interval of time that it will take the things felt to embody themselves, you will feel a secret thrill in knowing that in a little while, that which no man sees... But that which you feel and know that you are will be landed in your reality. In a moment when you think not, 
While you faithfully walk in this consciousness, you will begin to express and possess that which you are conscious of being and possessing, experiencing with the fishermen the joy of landing the big one. Now go and fish for the manifestations of life by casting your nets on the right side. That is chapter 22, Fishing. The biggest book that I've probably ever picked up. Neville Goddard, The Complete Collection. Neville Goddard all day long. So, hopefully that was helpful. Manifesting Mondays are not just for you, they're for me too. They're constant reminders of the way that we should be using our minds. Our minds can be our greatest ally or our worst enemy. And we've been trained for them to be our worst enemy because we're constantly being mentally manipulated by evil forces, by propaganda, by keeping you disempowered, by making you a slave every single day, right? By telling you there's a boogeyman over here, by telling you there's a storm coming, by telling you your power is going to go out, by telling you that there's an illness. This is all mental manipulation. So if you understand how to work your mind and consciousness, you will not allow these things into it. I unfollowed so many people because I'm so sick of them fear-mongering, thinking that they're doing something right. They really just want attention, but that's another story. How can you get your mind right so that your mind is not a weapon used against you? Imagine that. Something that is yours. Your soul, your consciousness is being used as a weapon against you. Because we're programmed from a very young age. Those that created this system know everything about the mind, psychology, manifestation, consciousness. Our own mind is our own greatest weapon. We become defeated by our own selves. And then the things that we watch also help to defeat and to program the mind with the most negative things. So you'll never get out of it. You'll never get out of the negativity unless you work at it. Every day, every hour. When you think you can't do something. See yourself in your mind doing it. Got to rewrite the, progr re the programming. Think, of, I just want you to think about that if you don't think about anything. Think about the fact that these evildoers found a way to use ourselves as our own worst enemy. And that is through our consciousness. They're like, here, we're going to program all these computers, get them in school, get them to not be able to think for themselves. They only learn what we tell them to learn. They are programming us from a very, very, very young age so that people will never get out of the slave mentality. People will never get out of a victim mindset. There's just a bunch of disempowered humans by the billions all over the world that just do as they're told because they are programmed that way. It's no different than programming a computer. We are a computer system that has been programmed with disempowerment. So if you want to continue to be your own enemy, and your own mind is being used against you? Think about that. Think about that. It's sickening. It's twisted. So when we learn these things about our own consciousness, about our own mind, 
That's how we take our power back. And there's plenty of us around the world. There's not enough people talking about this type of stuff. All the people that stood up during COVID, all the people that didn't bow down. There's a lot of programming that that most of us still have. But there's also some sense of intuition that this doesn't feel right and I'm going to go with this sense. But the most important thing is taking your own power back and your own powers and your consciousness. Because right now, every single one of us are our own enemy or our own worst enemy. That has been programmed by family, that has been programmed by indoctrination through this whole system that they put out for people. If we want change, the change has to start with us. Each one of us as an individual. It's not whom who I'm going to vote for. It's not who's president. It's not who is going to be in charge here. You are in charge of your own reality. Right now, you are your own worst enemy. Right now, your own part of yourself is being used against you every day, subliminally. You pass by a, you know, a, a billboard, and out of your corner of your eye, your, your mind picks up the subliminal messages. Things on TV, not even your, that you're hearing it, you just subliminally see it or hear it. Everything. I know he died today. Good riddance. If he even really died, he's, never mind. Self-governance, what Hemp is saying. You have to govern your mind. You have to vote yourself as the president of your own consciousness. You are your own government. Nobody's telling you to get up every single day and what you have to do. You are doing that. You vote for yourself as the president of your own reality. That's it. Unless you repent, change your mind, you will not see the kingdom of God. Exactly. I love you guys. I got some shit to do today. I hope that you have a beautiful, beautiful Monday. My intent this was helpful because it was helpful for me. Whenever I open the book to Neville, I'm like, what adventure are we going on today? So today was fishing, guys. I hope you had fun and caught a lot of big fish. Uh, I love you all, and I'll see you. Maybe I might be live tonight with someone. I'm not sure. <clears throat> you are your own government. I should get that printed on a fucking t-shirt. Love you, hemp. Thank you. Chris, have an amazing day. I need a tan. I look like Casper the Friendly Ghost. Okay. I'll chat with you guys later. Adios.